from the liberal northeast comes a lone voice of truth honest commentary in dishonest times think deeper with juan newsome this is the cure radio program This is The Cure. Hello, hello. Thanks for tuning in to The Cure. I'm your host, Juan Newsom. Today we have a special guest, Mr. Alex Virez. He is from Massachusetts. He is a campaign and political guru. Um, He is part of the Massachusetts Republican Minority Coalition. And he is very much in tune with what's going on, not only there, but around the country. Alex, I just want to welcome you today. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on. Did I intro you right? Yes, you did. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for coming on, man. First, man, first, let me just ask you, man, because I'm starting to get nervous. What is going on with some of these congressional... And Senate seat races, man. You got. It. I, think, I mean, I think Tom Tillerson, uh, North Carolina, is about to be saved as his opponent, hot sexting a veteran's wife, and North Carolina having a lot of veterans, Marine Corps, Army, oh. taking airborne. It is the home of uh, the first Marine Expeditionary Force. You know, going to be a lot of guys going to be like, yeah, I'm not voting for a guy who's we don't know if he was cheating, but you know. As we use the term jo- Jody, that's you know that's the guy that you know when you're deployed is back home cheating on your girl with you know cheating on your girl behind your back. Mm-hmm. So, don't see too many soldiers active duty retired going to be voting for Jody, as in Chamberlain there who's uh, was up, but I believe is going to be down by the end of the week. So uh, yeah, Jody's not getting too many votes. Wow, Tillis has um, COVID nineteen, right? <laughs> yeah, a couple. Yeah, uh, Johnson, Tom Tillis. Yeah. All of a sudden, of COVID nineteen. Mike Lee. I think, I think that this, you know, nobody wants to. Very few people want to say. I think this was a. I think the Chinese did something. You know, Trump is clo- closing down, getting close in the polls. Bang, two, four weeks out. Like you got to be, you know, because you got to self quarantine. I think the Chinese planned this. I think they're very devious, duplicitous. The government that is not the people. So I think that's what happened right now is that they planned this. They planted a, a COVID bomb. You know, somebody in there was a spreader. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy, man. That is crazy. What about Arizona? Um, you have Martha McSally going up against Kelly. And right now the polling the polling has them, you know, Kelly Mark Kelly a little bit ahead there. It just proves that Martha McSally should have never been given a Senate seat. Yeah. Far better far better candidates that that could have been that could have been put in. Uh you know, just you know, she didn't she didn't seal the deal the last time, regardless whether the, that election was stolen or not, because Arizona is a Republican state. Yeah. Uh, she's just a lousy candidate. Yeah. Kelly Ward, I thought would have been Dr. Dr. Kelly Ward, I thought would have been a much better senator, um, even though Martha Massali does have a, a military service record and some good private sector experience. I thought that Kelly Ward. I, I believe that Kelly Ward would have resonate with the voters a little bit more and she would have had a stronger push um, for re-election. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, I hope that the Dems don't flip the Senate, man. I mean, if they flip the Senate, I don't think they will. You know, they're saying Mitch, Mitch McConnell has a tight race going on in Kentucky right now. Yeah, I, I've seen polls where he's 20 points up. Yeah, she's out raising him, but Mitch McConnell always has a fight. But I'm hearing, yeah. I'm hearing he's 20 points up. I don't see that happening. Plus the fact that I think the rioting in, in Louisville helped him more than yeah. I think so too. I think Mitch McConnell. People, a lot of people don't know, man. Mitch McConnell, he is the Don Corleone of Kentucky, man. This guy is very powerful, very influential, not only in Washington D.C. but just in Kentucky in general. And I, you better believe if they're saying he's 20 points behind, they're going to pull out all stops to get this guy reelected. Now he's uh, he's going to win. He'll win by five, six points. But uh, I just don't see him losing. It's, mm-hmm. 
you know, he's one of the few Republican senators that takes an active interest in the state party and growing the state party at the local level. I, you know, one of the last people I saw do that was uh, Alphonse D'Amato. They called him Senator Pothole because literally if you wanted a pothole fix, yeah, you call Alphonse's office, not your local uh, elected official. But he did take, you know, he was a guy that recruited George Pataki. That's proven that you could beat nobody, somebody with a nobody. At that time, nobody knew who the heck George Pataki was. He was an obscure, uh, you know, upstate senator in New York. Wasn't okay. mm-hmm. he beat Como? You know, because uh, this guy, he knew who the players was, were, he, he knows what to do. But, you know, you have a lot of guys that are senators that just, nah, they're not really involved. It's about them. But, yeah. you know, you have very, very seldom do you see a U.S. senator take an active interest in going the party. I like to see more of that, but, you know, not, that's not for me to decide those things. Yeah, that's why he's been there so long. That's why Matt Bevin could not see them. Um, back in 2012. Um, Susan Collins, what do you think about Susan Collins? you I, think she'll I think, make it? I think she's done because Maine is crazy. I mean, I live in New England. I live 30 minutes from Maine. Guarantee it's the southern part of Maine. The northern part of Maine tends to be more conservative, but the population's down in the southern part. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the person she's running against, I'm trying to think of the House Speaker's name. Name escapes me. That's how much I... I find that race irrelevant. I don't even know the other candidate's name. But yeah. Sue Collins, I mean, Maine is just too many New Yorkers. Too many nuts. Mm-hmm. We call them here, you know, ultra-liberals, moon bats, mm-hmm. that uh, moved to Maine. You know, it's, it's, you know, they decided to make Maine home. It's not the state that I knew as a kid growing up. I mean, I just, yep. you, know, you know, being Latino, yeah, I probably didn't fit in because of the skin color thing, but you know, at, at least I knew there were some Republicans in that state, but now I really don't fit in. I, I who the hell are these people? It's mm-hmm. changed. It's changing for the worse. Uh, you know, it's not a state with a lot of industry. You know, the paper industry, you know, the light manufacturing, you know, it's gone. You know, so you have people that have no sense of reality, no sense of how to establish a business community. You know, mm-hmm. state. you know, money's going to come from somewhere. Jobs aren't created in a vacuum. And they talk about jobs, but they're so anti-business. I mean, I know former Governor Paula Page is launching a comeback for Governor 2022. Uh, God bless him. I hope he can accomplish something. But mm-hmm. how much damage and how many people that would vote for Governor Page are gone have left the state because the current the current Governor McNeil is just a, a whack job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tommy Turberville in Georgia, I mean in Alabama, Running against Doug Jones, you think Tumberville can unseat Jones? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean his Jones, popularity in the state of Alabama. You know, it's, it's going to be a 10, 15 point victory. He's going to win Tumberville. Plus, you know, he's a former college coach. How many homes? Mm-hmm. How many homes of the people that he's been in that could say, "Yeah, Tommy Tumberville recruited my son or sat in my house." Yep. Yeah. Can't say the other thing about his opponent. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I think had Roy Moore, you know, Roy Moore was a disaster um, six years ago. Um, I mean, four years ago. I, I think with a, and he didn't do a lot of campaigning either. Um, it was really the the courageous conservatives pack who really stood up to, um, you know, the negative attacks that were, that Roy Moore were, you know, Judge Roy Moore was being hit by. Um, but in terms of his campaign, his campaign, they really just fumbled the football uh, in terms of campaign. And I think I can see Tumberville winning. Um, you know, like you said, he's a hero. He's a local hero. I think, you know, people... Doug Jones, it's not like he crossed the aisle anyway. And, you know, that was, for a long time, the seat that Jeff Sessions sat in. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, I think the, the voters in Alabama might have had their fill of um, of Doug Jones there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, wow. What about Lindsey? You think Lindsey is safe? <laughs> Supposedly he's been outraised too. Where in the hell the Democrats getting all this money from? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I think Lindsey will pull it out, probably a five point victory. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be tough for him. 
Yep. John Cornyn is also um, Cornyn as well. He's running. He'll win. He'll get 40, 40, 45% of the Hispanic vote in Texas. Mm. He works that. I give him credit. He does work that vote. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Even though I disagree with Cornyn on a lot, he does. He, he, he pulls out his victories, you know. You know, I'm not, you know, I, I think that polling, again, is not what it's up, is not what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just me saying that. I don't think polling is what it is. I think, you know, you're probably going to see the same thing as what happened four years ago. Because mm-hmm. you simply, and they, I've seen where people just do not want to give pollsters information. Mm-hmm. You know, even even the pollsters are saying, yeah, it's a tough time. Uh, doing this. People don't want to talk to us. Gee, you figure? You know, know, and, you know, and again, the same thing, you know, uh, when the president was having rallies, people were showing up, guaranteed, a thousand, three thousand, not the, you know, 20,000 that would show up. But, you know, I, the numbers, you know, the media, the news media has come to the point where they're losing credibility and they'll lose more credibility after this even after this election, because people no longer rely on them. People don't listen to them. No, I don't. You know, I start off reading conservative British papers in the morning, you know, before I read anything American. You know, you want to find out what's happening in your country? Get a British paper. Go online. (laughs) That's true. Excuse me. The Daily Mail is like one of my, I mean, I I like a few papers, but uh, the news media here is pretty much a joke. Uh, do you worry about the seats? One more, one more thing about the election, and then we can move on. Do you worry about the seats where there's Republican incumbents that are not running for re-election? Like you have Lamar Alexander in Tennessee. You have Mike Enzi in Wyoming. Um, you also have... You also have... There's one more, Pat Roberts um, in Kansas. I think the Kansas seat will win that. Kansas hasn't looked at a Republican... And God knows how long. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a conservative state. You know, when was the last time a Democrat held anything there? You know, mm-hmm. Tennessee again is a thorough Republican state from mm-hmm. top to bottom. I think we'll we'll keep those seats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Wyoming as well, Mike Enzi. Wyoming will keep that. You know, I think the last time I had a Democrat elected state where it was a governor mm-hmm. ten years ago. So, you know, those upper north. Those upper uh, North Midwest states, uh, we we'll, we'll do that. We'll keep we'll hold our own there. You know, it's just that the media. I hate to say this, but the average American's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate to say. It. I mean, that's why I don't talk politics. If you notice on Facebook, I you know I post more about me about food or going to a restaurant. I just because I can't stand people that go on. Well, I feel that's nice. You feel something, but you need to think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are not capable of thinking. You know, they talk about in the perfect example. They talk about well, Trump is Trump is this. He's a Nazi. He's a Hitler. I go. When you go home, do you wake up the next day? Yeah. Then he's not a. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. You know. People I don't. Make, people make I don't these, really. I don't understand that comparison. I mean, you know, you you look at a guy like Trump. Um, Trump has been probably the least powerful president in terms of influence within D.C. Um, in the last, you know, 50 or so years, he de- he definitely and it's by choice. He definitely respects. One thing I like about Trump is he respects the idea of federalism. If you look at how he's handled the pandemic, you know, he's totally left it up to the governors for the lockdown. He gave them assistance where they needed in terms of the ventilators and, you know, uh, personnel and, you know, they built hospitals in New York and places. Um, you know, he definitely I, I felt he gave enough support. I mean, he you know, he shut down the country in terms of, you know, fights coming in from Europe and from Asia and so forth, but he respected the boundaries between the federal government and the state governments. And I don't really, I don't see this dictator. Now, if he had, he done what the prescribed 
the prescribed methods that, you know, Joe Biden is prescribing, like, you know, Biden wants a, a national lockdown. He wants um, he wants a, a mandate on face masks. If he done things like that and, and, and locked the country down from the federal government, there would have been lawsuits from the states. They really would have had reason to call him a dictator then. But this is some these are things that Biden are, is merely suggesting. Um, and Trump has done none of that. I mean, he's been, like I said, the least powerful president, I, I would say. You know, that as a person whose roots are in the third world, you know, and I hear white suburbanites talk about that he's a dictator. They probably haven't seen the videos that probably you and I have seen, you know, newscasts yep. from Venezuela. Oh, man. Oh, oh, my God. Where, where people are shot. Oh, my God. And shot in the back and shot again. That's what a dictator does, you know. Mm-hmm. If you would, if he was a dictator, these riots that happened in New York, Boston, uh, the daily nightly riots in Seattle, you would have had the National Guard and the police line up and fire at will, mm-hmm. and people would have been killed, and they would have gone and shot the people down on the ground who are wounded. You know, people talk a lot of smack. Mm-hmm. They haven't traveled as much as I have, or gone and seen things. Yeah. Background that I have, you know, the family background, or maybe grew up in a real diverse neighborhood. You know, you have a lot of whites that talk smack that live in their pretty little suburbs that have no idea what reality is. It's oh, he's a, he's a Nazi, he's a dictator. Okay, so his favorite child, who we all know, is not the one named Junior. You know, is Ivanka is married to a Jew, converted to Judaism, mm-hmm. and moved the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. How- a man anti-Semitic. Yeah, he's got half Jewish grandkids. He have Latino, half Latino grandkids. I mean, I, I don't. Some of the things that they call President Trump and they accuse him of, they just don't apply at all. Um, you know, they call him a racist. You know, I've seen. I mean, if you look at his administration, just look at his administration. One of the most diverse administrations in the history. I mean, you have, you know, blacks, Latinos, people from all walks of life. Um, you have a lot of he's empowered a lot of a lot of women. There's a lot of women amongst the leadership in his cabinet. I mean, you look at things like that and that there's just a total disconnect between the left, what they accuse him of and what's actually being done with this president. Yeah, it's just. How they throw things out and how a lot of people buy it because they don't think. Because a lot of people have lost the ability to think for themselves. You know, mm-hmm. when more people vote, you know, on American Idol than go out and vote, the country has issues. When people don't remember the past, because literally, as part of the leftist movement is to destroy the past, because all oh, the past was, you cannot judge General Robert E. Lee by our standards. Yep. Yep. You cannot judge the Confederacy or those things by our standards. It was a war, yes. One side wanted to keep slavery, the other, well, you know what? Slavery wasn't even an issue. You still would have had a civil war because it would have been about what turn or what type of government we're going to have. One yeah. that's an interventionist that is involved in using the public money to build a canal system, a railroad system, or just a laissez faire attitude that the Southerners have. What government mm-hmm. You know, it was an economic war. Slavery was just used towards the end by Lincoln to say, yeah, we need something to rally around. Let's use slavery. Let's have the Emancipation Proclamation. Let's, uh, let's declare that, you know, mm-hmm. because Union generals weren't, free, you know, a couple of them were freeing people, but we're told, yeah, you don't have that authority. So, you know, this BS that's now taught kids that it was a war about to end slavery. No, it wasn't about that. You know, mm-hmm. it's the same BS that people talk about Mother Rosa Parks, you know, well, she was told to sit in the back of the bus. No, she was already sitting in the back of the bus. She was asked to give up her seat. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's amazing how history is being destroyed in front of us. Mm-hmm. And the impact because when you hit, we're going to elect an idiot from the liberal side. Well, Joe Biden is, a, is an idiot, you know, and I'm not going to apologize, but we're going to elect really an idiot. That has no sense of what American history is. That's going to be a dictator, and that's going to mm-hmm. come from the political left because the political left wants to use government. And they say, "Oh, love Trump's hate." 
They have no problem taking a bat to me and you and some other person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The democracy that's shown by the, by the political left in this country is amazing. They are the ones who are burning cities, taking down statues, shooting cops. It's them. It's not us. Mm -hmm. Because if we on the right really, really wanted to end this, believe me, it would end. Mm -hmm. Trust me, it would end. Because the guns and the training are on our side. Not yep. There. Yep. Folks, this is Juan Newsom with The Cure. If you're just joining us, folks, we are talking about the goals and the methods of the political left. We just gave you a breakdown on the upcoming Senate races. Um, if you want to share your opinion, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter. Um, we're right there. Look for us. The Cure with Juan Newsom. Catch us on all social media. So, Alice, going back to that thought, you know, um, because when you look at somebody like an Adolf Hitler, and they often accuse Adolf Hitler of being a right winger, which I think is totally bull BS, um, especially when you look at the rise of the Nazi party and how they infiltrated the government and some of the things that they stood for, um, you know, they weren't, I don't think they were as, I think they were more radical than the left that we're facing uh, just because of some of the things that they've done. Um, but just the left, the, the debauchery of today, you know, the things that, um, the things that they stand for, you know, the things that they put out there, um, you know, how they want to infiltrate, you know, the minds of our children, you know, taking their agenda to the school curriculums, you know, at such an early age, whether it be the LGBT agenda, um, you know, whether it's the 1619 project, um, things like that. What do you think about the left? I, I know you said you think the left, that communism, socialism would come from the left. Um, but general, what do you think about the left today? Are they going to destroy the party, which is the mechanism of them obtaining power, or the fact that they want to destroy the black family even more by destroying "quote unquote" the patriarchy? Yep. Yeah, that has worked wonders. The destruction of the black family since the rise of the welfare state. Go to Chicago. You know, every mm -hmm. weekend shoot out at the OK Corral in Chicago. You mm -hmm. know, where prior to Lyndon Baines Johnson, uh, you know, the war on poverty, what, 7% of black kids were, were born in a fatherless situation. Now it's, what, 77, 80%? Mm -hmm. You know, and you clearly see it in the streets of inner city America. You clearly hear it in rap music, mm -hmm. what, what women are called and what, what they glorify and sing about. Yep. It in the education system. Definitely the culture, yep. You, you know, People talk about a movie like The Color Purple. Oh, it was this, it was anti-black, but those were black middle-class families in that movie. Yeah. see they lived in a, you know, a Jim Crow era. Yeah. But you had mothers and fathers. Yeah, get, yeah okay, yeah, the main character was raped by a father. Okay, I'll, I'll concede that. But those were black middle-class. Yeah, they were. You had the Martha High School, which is a majority black high school in D.C., send out a few kids a year to Harvard. Now, yeah, they're lucky if they can do that. Mm -hmm. so you've seen white suburban liberalism destroy the black family. Yeah. Because when you look at the riots, in particular in Portland, it's white, it's white people. It's white people coming in destroying black neighborhoods and businesses. Yep. Blaming it on white, and blaming it on white conservatives. Yep, exactly. Do you think... Um... Now, the polling with Trump and blacks have went up. If you look at, you know, the last year, uh, now he's polling around, according to a few polls, a few reliable polls, um, anywhere from, you know, 30 to 38 percent among African-Americans, um, particularly with men. Do you think that's major or just anecdotal? We have to see in four weeks, in 29 days, mm -hmm. what the result of that is going to be. I mean, here's a guy who is, you know, 
well, like any Republican in my lifetime, has gone out and actually lobbied for the black and Hispanic vote, you know, unlike the Republican Party in Massachusetts, a state I, you know, I grew up in. Mm-hmm. But he was a president, you know. You know, it's interesting. I got, I have a liberal Republican governor, calls Trump, calls Trump a racist, right? But we had an issue at one of our veterans' hospitals here and wanted to throw under the bus his Latino uh, Veterans Affairs Secretary. But when he found out that U.S. truly, amongst other, were going to go to war with him, basically backed off real quick before he publicly threw this guy under the bus. Mm-hmm. And, because he knew what was going to happen, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be able to set foot in half the cities of the Commonwealth. That was your governor. Wow, governor. We had a problem at a veterans hospital here. He hired the political hack son of a Democrat city councilor and the nephew of a Democrat former district attorney in the western part of the state. Guarantee the guy may have been a decent Marine Corps officer, but had no experience in running a hospital in a medical situation. Yeah. Okay. All right, the guy was, I believe, a lieutenant colonel in the Marine Corps, hired him because he gave him a $1,000 check and because his mother endorsed him. His mother, Katie Wall, she was a city councilor in the city of Springfield. COVID-19 breaks out, puts people who are infected in the same room as infected as veterans who are not infected, uh, claims he made phone calls. Close to 80 veterans died. Now he's indicted for uh, manslaughter, too. Uh, the governor fired him, but the courts expressed that because only the board of trustees of the Holyoke Veterans Hospital could fire him. He uh, he quit, and his number two guy also quit also. But this guy was solely hired was a Democrat because this governor loves Democrats. Never mind, you know, dark-skinned Republicans like you and I, because mm-hmm. nothing to him because we believe in God. Yeah, you know, hires this per hired this person solely because mommy was a city councilor in Springfield, and mommy can bring out, quote-unquote, you know, the white state employee uh, vote in Springfield, mm-hmm. you know, or city employee vote, who may be, quote-unquote, cultural conservative. You know, the last vestiges of Reagan Democrats in Western Mass, which is totally on the moon path. Mm-hmm. The kid going out there, at least, you know, you had some Republicans elected. Now, forget it. It's between, you know, left and left crazy. Wow. You know, you know, you have the mayor, Dominic Sarno of Springfield, what we call something of a Reagan Democrat, somewhat conservative, is under fire by the majority minority uh, city council. You know, they're suing him. We want to do a civilian review board, uh, you know, all the crazy leftist stuff. You mm-hmm. know? And he's like vetoing it. And, you know, they're suing him, taking him to court. You know, this is a situation in, in Massachusetts right now. I mean, you know, and, and you know. Am I looking to get the hell out? Most likely, probably, because, you know, these people are just, they're crazy. They really yeah. are. I'm with you. I'm trying to earn my coins and find me a greener pasture. What <laughs> uh, nuts. It's, you know, I do say one thing, and I hate to say this, but it has to be said that if this country ever broke out in civil war, the states are not going to get hit hardest. It'll be states like Massachusetts because you have a lot of guys who serve, a lot of conservative guys are going to say, hell no. And mm-hmm. it's going to be real guerrilla warfare. You know, it, it, I never thought growing up that I would say these things. Mm-hmm. But we're on the verge here. We're literally I, on the verge. I never thought we'd be here either. I always thought that we would have at least, I knew that there were threats, but I never always thought that there would be a civil discourse and, you know, somewhat. But, the I mean, the left has just really gotten radical. Um, I mean, I've, I've, some of the things that I see are scary. Uh, some of the things that they're very scary, you know, the embrace, the, um, the embracing of socialism, communism, um, you know, things like the Green New Deal, um, you know, I've never read. Yeah, exactly. Which, Going after the guns, like read, which called for the banning of internal flights in the U.S. So if you got relatives in Florida, how are you going to see them? That and, is ridiculous. You know, which well, if you want to work, we're going to give you a guaranteed minimum wage. But if you don't work, we're still going to give you a guaranteed minimum wage, which would have forced people to change it. Forced literally at the barrel of a gun, forced people to change di- dietary habits. You know, people haven't read it. And I've read it. I'm like, this is insane. 
Yeah. Oh. And this was a bartender. Yeah. Sports as it came up. You know, I like my bartender, but my bartender shouldn't be running for office. Yeah. You know, my. Yeah. And this is a person who never had a serious job. You know, and it's like, how does this, how does a person like this get elected? Yeah, she's a flipping idiot. I mean, you, 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 you know, she cost 30,000 jobs. And that's just, not just the jobs that Amazon was going to bring, but, you know, you would have had others, other, other small jobs. businesses. Yeah, you would have, you would have businesses catering to those people. You would have had the construction of new MTA stations, uh, the extension of, part of the subway and stuff like that to Long Island City. You know, you would have had government money invested because this idiot didn't know what the tax break meant. Thought that they were being given so many billions up front and they didn't realize that a tax break is so much that you're not going to pay in your taxes over the period of the, over, over a certain period. You know, but she's an idiot. You know, she is literally an idiot. And Democrats own that and they're gonna own and they have to own that. It's it's just utterly amazing that as we used to have a talk show host here, David Brunoy. Real good guy. You would have liked him if you if you listened to him. You know, he was gay, but he was libertarian, conservative. Yep. Mm-hmm. And basically said the country is becoming a castocracy, which is Greek for governed by the least capable. And we have the least capable people getting elected. Ooh, who said that? <laughs> David Brunoy, the late David Brunoy. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, once in a while, a local a local radio station plays his shows. Guarantee he died well over fifteen years ago. He was very prescient in the things he said, and it's just amazing that he was right. That we this is what we have: a casacracy. Casacracy. Government, government by the least capable people. Sense around as Democrats, if you, you know, when you when you look at that, a lot, you know, I can't still figure out if you serve in the military, why do you run as a Democrat when mm. everything that they stand for is contrary to your training and what you would, what you were taught? I, I can't figure out for military people. I think a lot of cops have woken up because mm-hmm. they're, they're withdrawing their endorsements from Democratic candidates left and right. You know, a lot of a lot of cops have woken up because they're facing the brunt of what is the opening stages of an American Civil War. Yeah. Every, every night. Yeah. I, I think a lot of cops have woken up too. Just even before the um defund the police stuff, it's just the attacks. I mean, you take it I, I take you back to two thousand, um take you back to nine eleven. When, you know, the country was very, after the attacks, the country was very much united. There was a whole totally different feeling about our first responders. You know, we respected our first responders. We looked up to our first responders, especially the police and the firefighters. And now here we are just not only a few years later and they're being maligned and impugned. You know, for doing their jobs, basically. Yeah, you have a few bad actors. Um, and that happens with any pr- pretty much any profession. Um, but now you have, you know, you had Minnesota City Council talking about they wanted to defund the police. And, you know, as a result, crime has went up. You know, you have all these other defund the police movements around the country. You have Bill de Blasio in New York defunding you know the uh, um this you know some special units in new york city some the entire the um the anti-terrorism unit the special investigations unit in new york city which would expose the city to terror and other types of attacks so it's just totally different i don't well, really recognize this place to show up you know these 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 people are well, you know, we need to have social workers show up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. That's gonna work well. And the social worker takes out a shotgun and starts blasting the social workers because they haven't been trained. You know, could the police use more training? Yeah, but you don't send somebody that went to a state college, which are perhaps the worst colleges out there, unless they're like the University of Texas or something, like, something of that nature. But you know, somebody who went to, uh, you know, in Massachusetts, like. A Bridgewater State had a degree in, in social. Yeah, I don't want that person showing up. No, I, mm-hmm. I don't want that person. You know, who went to that school, 
show up in my neighborhood because they're hearing so-and-so's getting beaten. Yeah, let's go go over there. No, I, I want the guys in blue to show up. Mm-hmm. The guys with, you know, with the blue lights on top of their cars, I, I want those guys to show up because a lot of those cases can easily, as we have seen, get out of hand. So somebody just knows how to talk BS. Mm-hmm. To yeah, those aren't the first people I want to show up. I mean, I'm sorry, but not that I want to malign anybody, but reality, and I look at the neighborhoods I grew up in, you know, I live in the city. Yeah, social workers, no, they're going to get shot, you know. Sometimes you need the cops to show up, quell a situation, and then, you know, that's when social services get assigned. If there's, you know, mental health issues or, or whatever, domestic disputes, all that stuff tend to work itself out anyway. Not that, not that I'm against more funding for those services, but you just can't have social workers dropping by because they don't have any authority to do anything. <laughs> so they're going to just be sitting there where the cops coming in, you have someone with some type of authority. They can quell and de-escalate with authority. So, And for God's sakes, prosecute bad cops, you know? Exactly. Don't look like this guy in Minnesota. They're 18 years on the force. And uh, literally since his rookie year, several complaints every year. Yeah, you know what? This, you may want to take the badge away, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, think we, I think police unions are finally waking up and realizing, yeah, we are part of the, yeah, this is part of the problem, you mm-hmm. know? Don't get me wrong, I believe in unions, but not every member is worth defending. Yeah. You know, but, you know, these are the things we're looking at, you know. I, you know, I think you and I talked earlier, all these sisters of Rachel Dolezal and Elizabeth Warren that are out there. That's 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 the, that's another thing that amazes me. <laughs> yep. You know. <laughs> yeah. You have a professor at GW, Jackie Krug, who grew up Jewish in Kansas City. Right, mm-hmm. Five versus black and Afro Latina writes a book about you know growing up black, and then admits, "Well, I'm not black." You know, and then you have in in Indiana, uh, she calls herself Satchel Page. You know, Satchel must be rolling in his grave. Yep. Right now, the real Satchel Page. You know, her name was Jennifer Lynn Benson. Pretended she's black, was a Black Lives Leader organizer, right? Organizer of Community Watch, and, you know, and a black woman went there like, why is a white woman leading a Black Lives Meeting? What about this dude, Sean King, from, uh, you know? Isn't he a white guy? He's, he's, you look at the, you know, this is a guy who, you know, he was my brother, and he talked about my mother like that, that she slept there, like to sleep on with black men. We'd have a talk, and it'd be one talk and one talk only. You know, <laughs> you know, this guy, it's crazy. But Martin Luther King for nothing. Yep. You know, it's just these people have they have head pro- they have seriously psychological issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, people talk about white privilege. It's not white privilege. Is that it's connected people, regardless of what your ethnicity is. You know, if Michael Jordan's kid, you know, if I had like an, if I was white and I had like an eight, ten million dollar building project in inner city Massachusetts, that I was going to build affordable housing, right? Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan's kid came over. Michael jo- Jordan Jr. Yeah, I'm going to put fifty thousand. Well, here's your thirty percent, thirty percent take on the on that fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollar project. You mm-hmm. know, that doesn't happen. Where 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 has Michael Jordan Jr. faced discrimination? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, growing up privilege. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it, 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 you know, or white privilege. You know, you know, are they people that better? Yeah, they better people because they're connected. Yeah. You know, they, you know, they tried in one town to hire a kid whose mother was Puerto Rican as a Hispanic on a local fire department until people were like, no, we're not having this. No. We don't give a damn who his grandfather is on the department. Guy cannot speak Spanish. No. Didn't get hired. Got eventually hired five, six years later down the road because he did the right thing. Yeah, I'm applying as a veteran. Mm-hmm. You know, kid comes up to me. I need your help. I go, first of all, you don't speak Spanish. Don't come up to me. You know, 
And I set that standard. You know, you want to you want to act and pretend you're Latino. You better goddamn speak Spanish. Yeah, yeah. You know, you want you want you want a piece of the pie and claim your piece of the pie because mommy or daddy may have been. Well, you better speak granddad, grandma, mm-hmm. and Spanish. If you don't, mm-hmm. get the hell away from me. Mm-hmm. And I've done it. I've go. I'll go up against you publicly. People don't mm-hmm. like that, but you know what? You're gonna claim something. You better be goddamn part of something. Mm-hmm. You know? That's good. Keeping them accountable. You know, that's, Our, like, uh, that's like the actress Jessica Alba that <laughs> wonders why Hispanics because you haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. Talk, but you haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like was it Julian Castro that runs for president? And oh then, my God! Because why? Why don't his? Because you don't speak Spanish. Because you and your twin brother, if you want to talk about privilege, yeah, you two guys are privileged. You know more than I, anybody. I can't stand Julian Castro and Joaquin because I saw him on MSNBC the other day. I was watching. Um, he was up there talking about Trump, and uh, I was watching it actually with my father-in-law. And uh, this guy is just sitting up there talking, and I'm thinking, this this dude, here's this dude, Malign and Trump, and he's been in government practically all of his adult life. I mean, what has he actually done? You know, that's a problem that, you know, a lot of people have been in government. They have, they don't have any business sense. They have no sense. They, you know, jobs are not created in vacuums. You know, they don't know about, you know, investment, about meeting a payroll. You know, about, you know they don't know these things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm going to be honest, I'm not an expert, but I've worked in the private sector. Yeah, it's yep. just a large chunk in the government, but I've worked in the private sector. I know what these things are about. I'm currently working in the private sector. You know, I know what I know what they're talking about. about what is the bottom line? Yeah. I, oh, I think that's a big part of the problem that DC has with Trump. They don't understand real success, and so they're like, okay, they're like, okay, let's investigate. <laughs> yeah. You know, they don't understand these things. They they don't understand business. They don't, you know. They don't understand how a job is created. A perfect example is uh, a few years ago, you know, now uh, Blumenthal was asked, how do you create a job? And couldn't come up with an answer. And Linda McMahon came up with an answer. But Northeast liberals, being the idiots that they are, and being part of the, you know, Stockholm Syndrome, voted him in instead of Linda McMahon. Yeah, guarantee, yeah, her business was WWE. But, you know, when I was a kid, WWE was just in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's the biggest wrestling conglomerate on the planet because mm-hmm. they built it. They had a brand name and they built it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People don't understand these things. People, It's interesting how a lot of Democrats don't understand the basic concept of you know... Economics. Business. Don't understand. Macro and microeconomics don't understand these things. How so the world works. <laughs> always a government solution. Yeah. But if you, if you... But Alex, you know... If you ask your average small business owner or a farmer, I mean, they nails it. They nails it every time. They understand how this country works, man, how this place works. One more question. One more question. Last question I have. You know, we were talking about the races earlier. Um, what do you think the likely, with, with all that's given, what's the likely scenario? And I'm talking about the White House. The Senate, the House, you know, given all that's going on, you know, the mail-in voting and... Oh, that's that's going to be a disaster. That's going to be a disaster race. I think we're going to end up in the Supreme Court. Of confusing absentee ballot with Mm -hmm. a ballot that's sent to you. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. if, if I wasn't, you know, if I was a Democrat, I had five ballots of people that don't live where I live show up in my mailbox. And my name's clear in my mailbox. You know, if I was some thief Democrat, I would, you know what? Yeah, I'll put these folks in, you know. But me being honest, I just went, took them to City Hall, and I go, y'all need to purge your voting records. Mm-hmm. You know. What yeah. are you for? Well, I go, they're not helping me pay the goddamn rent. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm the one paying the nut there. They're not helping yeah. me. I don't even know what they... I'm, I'm in a one-bedroom place. Well, where, I, asked, I asked the assistant city clerk, where are they sleeping? Mm-hmm. You know? 
Mm-hmm. You know, the city clerk went up and like, yeah, you need to shut up. So the, so the assistant clerk, don't argue the point. Just shut up. <laughs> well, Alex, man, I just want to thank you again, man. We got to have you back soon. Oh, yeah, man. No but I think I'm hoping Trump wins. Then it will probably be 52 seats. I think John James will pick up a seat in Michigan. You think he's going to win that? That's awesome. I think he's going to win that. I think we'll probably, the house is going to be interesting, you know, but uh, I'm praying. You think, I'm, you think can they flip the house? I, I don't know because the, these fake ballots that are going out there, mm-hmm. you know, I don't even think we're going to know what's going to happen on election night. I think, you know, we're going to find out, you know, St. Patrick's Day 2021 who's winning. <laughs> Damn. Don't say that. I think I know um, the Trump campaign had a big victory in Maine as far as the mail-in ballots um, is concerned. And there's a few other states where they're suing. Um, You know, when you look at the mail-in ballot scenario, um, because I know there's been, you know, there's there's not there's not a ton of states um, that has approved the mail-in ballots, but still it's enough that it could um it could cause some problems on election day um i think it's gonna have to they're gonna have to the rnc and the trump campaign are gonna have to do a massive lawsuit um and 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 escalate this thing to the supreme court if possible i i think they're gonna have that you know <laughs> That would be the the best scenario that they could come up with. Um, it's it's a disaster, man. It's, it's, people people need to show up and vote. Get your ass off the seats. Yeah. Get your ass out of the house and go vote. Yeah. If you truly care about this country, wait to bleep up. Get out there and vote on election day. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So you have. Automatic mail-in ballots. Let me list these states. California, Nevada, Montana, Vermont, and New Jersey. Oh, don't forget Massachusetts now, you know. And Massachusetts now. was Republic. You have automatic applications in New Mexico, Idaho, North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Iowa, Wisconsin, Illinois, Michigan, New York, Connecticut, Rhode Island, uh, see here, who else? West Virginia, Maryland, Delaware. And then the rest of the states seem to be pretty sane. (laughs) Seem to be. At this point, um, I think it's enough to 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 bring a suit to the Supreme Court and get them to rule on it. Um, you think they're going to be able to confirm this judge? I think so. I think the votes are there. You know, if you're able to convince uh, an imbecile like Mitt Romney to vote, yeah, you know. I yeah, know. Romney. He you you see they they they, they lit some fire under that ass in Utah. <laughs> with some barnyard animals back in the day. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What the hell wrong with Mitt Romney, man? <laughs> like, man, you don't vote. These are coming out, you know? He was your governor. <laughs> another idiot. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you know, I'd rather have a Democrat be elected gov- governor of Massachusetts because when they do something and say something stupid, I, I could just sit back and say, yeah, that's a Democrat. Yeah. When I, and you see me attack this governor of Massachusetts to no end, you know. It, it you know, enjoy mm-hmm. every second of it. And I know, and I hear from people that he's like, you wish he can do something, but the last thing he wants is to take on the most well-known Hispanic Republican in the state because he saw what I did to Gabriel Gomez. Yep, who ran. I think you saw what I did to Gabriel. Gomez. Oh yeah, you know. And the guy's like, "Frig this! I'm out of politics. I'm, I'm done." You know, this guy. No, you know. You ready? Um, so you're advising anybody right now? I was advising one congressional candidate in New Hampshire. Right now, there's a couple people in Florida that you know. Thank, I use Zoom. 
didn't get mm-hmm. stuck tonight, but uh, <laughs> I used a couple people of advising. I'm just laying the grass, the grassroots in Florida, because uh, you know, unfortunately, I did lose my mother. You know, in, in this pandemic we're in. Oh it, man, sorry to hear that, bro. It's changed a lot of my perspectives. So I've not been as active as I would be, but mm-hmm. if anything, I'm doing a little bit more in Florida. You know, you know, thank God for technology. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm just looking. You know what? I gotta get. I gotta. This this state's an insane insane asylum. I like Florida too, Alex. I like it down there in Miami. Um, I was down there a couple of months ago, and it was. I have a cousin down there. Um, it was pretty nice. But you uh, know, but before I, before I get out of Dodge, you gotta come up here take the train. Yeah, man, I gotta come up. I and I and I have no excuse. I have plenty of money on my um, on my transit. <laughs> I have like a thousand. I have like a thousand bucks up there. We'll, <laughs> Need to come we'll up like there. Things. You know, we'll 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 have an incredible breakfast. Wait a few hours, have an incredible lunch, and top it off with dinner. You know, probably an Italian restaurant, some Chinese place. But you got to come up here, show you, show you some historical places. You know. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that you know. I grew up here. I love it, but it's just these people are just whacked. Yeah, man. They, they are. They are whacked. You know, when you're going to spend half your time taking on Republicans and not Democrats. Yeah. Because these Republicans have been taken hostage to Stockholm syndrome. It's just time to go. That's how Jersey is, bro. That that's that's Jersey to the T. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. We got to have you back. Yeah, we gotta do the Thanksgiving the Thanksgiving show, you know. We gotta do the Thanksgiving show, but we got we have to do the the show when Trump gets better. Yep. <laughs> so I'll see you in a few. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Yep, four weeks can count, man. Okay, man. All right. All right. Thanks a lot. You're welcome, Mike. Always, always a pleasure to be on. Pleasure to have you. This is the cure.